For the runners, here is the pitch. Throw goes down to second, and it's wide. It's on into center field. Pineda will take off and come home to score as McKenzie moves on to third. So the double steal was on. Fulford threw high to second base, and it got in between Young and Conley and on into center field. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. We've seen Cam Cayley, Chandler Freeman, Hamilton Oliver, Adam Muirhead, and Zach Childers now on the game for Baylor. Childers looks back at second base, and now the 2-1 pitch is lined into center field. That's a hit, another one for Baker. Murrell comes around to score from second base, and Texas Tech gets the run back that Baylor scored in the top half of the inning. It's now 9-1, and Baker just having a great day with three hits and with four hits now and three runs batted in. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Here's a payoff pitch with the runners going, and Nevin skies it shallow into center field. Young is back, and now it's the right fielder uh, coming in, making the catch. Easton Morrell makes the catch to end the ball game. Texas Tech victorious in the first game between these two teams today here in the Phillips 66 Big 12 Championships, 11-4, the final score in this one. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Garrett Ross. Highlight cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Baylor baseball opening play this morning in Oklahoma City in the Big 12 Baseball Tournament. And uh, you probably know by now the Bears fell to Texas Tech 11-4, the final score. Welcome in. We'll look at that. We'll look at the tournament as it continues. K-State and TCU are playing right now. And uh, Baylor will get the uh, loser of that game in an elimination game tomorrow at 9 a.m. Uh, we'll visit with Pat Combs live from Bricktown Ballpark in Oklahoma City coming up in just a few minutes. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. And a tough start for the Bears. Uh, literally a tough start. Leadoff hitter Drew Baker for Texas Tech hit a home run. And uh, uh, and it was pretty much downhill from there. The Bears did get some runs in the middle innings. Uh, they were down, what, 9-1, to one, yeah. I think, was the biggest deficit. Made the final 11-4. to four, But, boy, Tech was hitting on all cylinders, literally. And uh, Baylor just shorthanded pitching-wise. Uh, 12 walks Baylor issued today, and that's tough to overcome against a good team. No, it is. And we kind of knew going into this that that was going to be something – it was going to be very difficult to overcome that when you have this many key players not available. And then and honestly, to me – it was almost like Tech was just waiting. Like yeah. They had been waiting <laughs> and, and looking forward to this matchup, and then once they got on the field, it was like it was over. Yeah, really. exactly. No, I, I think you're exactly right. Of course, Baylor won two of three from yep. Tech in Lubbock, and Tech says, all right, we get another yeah. shot at them. <laughs> We're going to take advantage. We get another shot. We're not going to miss this time. So uh, Tech looked very good. I mean, uh, uh, the number five team in the nation looked to every bit of that. This is a tough tournament. I mean, you, you talk about, uh, you know, who, who's next? Who's next? for Baylor could be TCU mm -hmm. Big 12 co-champs could be K-State uh, that just beat TCU two out of three to end the regular season see and I think that you're going to see a similar uh, performance today from TCU because I mean 
we know how good they are, right? Yeah. And I, I really feel like they overlooked K-State. And I know they got some power. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like that was a game that they kind of just strolled through and they just got away from them. You know, right. I, and I, I think they're going to come in focused today and just really take care of the Wildcats. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, because, especially the way that series ended. Absolutely. Remember the Saturday game, the series yep. finale? Uh, TCU's cruising to a win, and uh, K-State scores seven in the ninth inning to win at 11-8. to eight. See, and that's what – you always talk about in baseball, like you got to have a short memory. Yeah. But with that being so close, it's got – I mean, there's no way you forget I about know, it that soon. I know, I know, exactly. This was this past weekend, yeah, you can't four days that. ago. <laughs> so we'll keep up to date with that. We'll check in with Pat Combs. Uh, Pat working with uh, Derek Smith on the radio broadcast from Oklahoma City and beyond, and we hope there is a beyond. Uh, Baylor is very much on the bubble. Uh, we were thinking, uh, general thinking is Baylor probably needs a couple of wins in Oklahoma City to uh, to get in the NCAA tournament. This one today would have been huge, would have been a huge RPI boost playing Texas Tech. I think their RPI is number eight, I think, for right. Tech. Um, and Baylor's right around 40 now. So this would have been a huge boost. It was a boost to your RPI just playing Tech, but a win over the Red Raiders would have been uh, – almost would have gotten you in, I think, with a win over Tech this morning. I honestly feel like at, when they were going into this, I felt like there was no wiggle room. Like there was yeah. no room for error. You know, coming off of that, that – that when you had Oklahoma come to town – I really thought that was a series you should have won. Like, right. you know, and then when that didn't happen, I, I felt like we, there was no room for error as you're entering this. So, I, I, you know, I would love to see them make the tournament. I just think it's going to be a reach at this point. Right, right. But it still can be done. It I can mean, be, yes. Teams you're playing in Oklahoma City, they're going to help your RPI. Uh, but you got to win. I, I still Absolutely. think they need a couple of wins. So, in that half of the bracket, uh, Baylor will play either K-State or TCU uh, whoever loses that game that's going on right now tomorrow morning at 9. And if you win that game to stay alive, then you're going to see uh, who Tech or TCU again. Yeah. Uh, or, or, you know, Tech again or possibly, uh, well, whoever. Right. <laughs> I'm giving TCU the win already. <laughs> but, uh, you know, whoever wins this game, you're going to see one of those two teams coming up. So if you – all right, so – if they lose, they're out. But if they win tomorrow, they yep. keep going. Yep, okay. exactly, exactly. Gotcha. So now it's now it's win or go home, right? Because they've got one loss and it's double elimination. But yeah, you definitely have to take care of business tomorrow, yeah. and then hopefully the the following game as well. That's true. That's true. So opportunities are there for the team. They uh, the interesting decision. We'll talk to Pat about this. He was a former pitcher at mm -hmm. Baylor, All American pitcher at Baylor, first round draft pick of the Philadelphia Phillies, and has done uh, you know baseball broadcasts for many many years. So Pat is very plugged in. Right. I want to get his thoughts on on uh, starting Cam Cayley this morning, a freshman starting in this situation. You know, they've got Hayden Kettler mm -hmm. sitting there, and, you know, I really thought Kettler would get the start against Texas Tech. But, you know, you don't play for this just, just this one game. Right. You've got to play, not to win the tournament, but play to win some games in this tournament. So, and I, I trust our, you know, our coaches – and John Strauss, the pitching coach. I'm not questioning the decision, but I just want Pat, and we'll ask him to explain the thought process in starting Cam Cayley in this game this morning. I'm not, I think it's a valid point you're making, though, mm -hmm. because, I mean, when you're coming out and you definitely need to win, you, you, 
then he's got the more experience right, right over Kay- right. over Kaylee. Right. And that's not taking anything away. Kaylee is tremendous. Right. We've seen him. He got this uh, when um, Tyler Thomas got the scratch. You throw Kaylee in there. He has a great performance. He did. You know, and that wasn't his fault. That the bats just weren't working for Baylor in that game. So I understand it, but I would definitely go with the more experienced arm in this game one. Right. So uh, we'll talk to Pat about that and just kind of the atmosphere there at uh, the Brick in Oklahoma City. All that coming up in just a few minutes. Tournament continues. Uh, they're playing right now. That is TCU and um, Kansas State that are playing right now. The afternoon bracket, uh, 4 o'clock scheduled to start time. They're already behind on the schedule <laughs> with after the first game this morning. But uh, 4 o'clock scheduled start this afternoon. Top seed Texas and West Virginia. West Virginia beat Kansas last night in the first-round game. <laughs> first round. <laughs> yes, first-round game. Not a play-in game, but a first-round game. And so West Virginia now gets uh, Texas this afternoon. The nightcap is Bedlam for Fourth seed Oklahoma State and fifth seed Oklahoma uh, scheduled for 730 or thereabouts coming up this evening. Well, I think the one positive, you know, going into this was the weather. I mean, we were concerned about the weather and it held off for this game. And I I believe Derek said there was like a 40 percent chance around three or four. So hopefully we won't have any more delays and they can make it through. Yeah. And actually, you know, that 9 a.m. start is really early. Uh, Coach uh, Coach Rod said on the pregame with Derek that their pregame meal was 5 a.m. this morning. Yeah, that's that's, that's (laughs) That's difficult for college guys. Yeah, for anybody really. That's uh, that's not the norm. But if you play the first day of the uh, first game of the day, uh, you are more likely to start your game right on time compared to any of the games that follow. And I also think it benefits you from a standpoint of. And I know you've seen everybody, right? But to be able to sit back the rest of the day and kind of just gauge and watch for little things, it's kind of like an extra film session that you're getting. Yeah. How about this? The normally you go to Oklahoma City, you play your game, then you sit and watch the other games Uh, players they can't stay at the ballpark this year so you just gotta go back to your hotel right right i mean Ah. they just gotta go out of the ballpark most likely back to the hotel but that's a shame you know it's always fun to see those guys sitting around watching other teams play you know they got friends on those teams but this year uh that's not a possibility see but i think there was plenty of room i mean to me with the distancing and i think you could have made it work right i don't think you had to force them out of the stadium i i thought uh, I would have thought that maybe you create kind of bullpens for each team. Yeah. You know, so you're, here's the Baylor team section. You know, if you want to watch another game, right. you just have to sit in your section. And they could spread those out. Here's one for TCU. Here's one for Texas Tech. If you want to stay at the ballpark and watch a game, just have your own section to sit in. How many, uh, like, what are you looking at as far as a roster size? Probably like 15, 20? Uh, no, it's more than that. And it's normally um, around 30. 30. It's, it's a little more than that this year. But, I mean, yeah, you could have roped off a section. Right. Just a couple and just rotated the teams as they come in and right. out or whatever. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, because there's a big part of that ballpark that has tarps on it mm. because they don't need that many right. seats for this tournament or for the minor league team there. So maybe you open up a couple of those and open up some space. And that way the guys could stay and watch baseball. I think, you know, I, I would have loved to have seen that. Obviously, I, I'm pretty sure they considered something. They, right. they have a reason they're not doing it. But at the same time, I think you could have made the room. All right, write this down. We'll ask Pat okay. that also, okay? <laughs> we we'll- <laughs> got a lot of questions for Pat Combs. And he will join us next. So let's take a break. Uh, be joined by Pat Combs from Oklahoma City when we come back. John Morris, Garrett Ross off and running on this Wednesday afternoon. Sun is shining here in Central Texas. Let's get a check of weather and have more. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly sunny and very humid today. High temperatures top out at 87 degrees. It'll be partly cloudy tonight. We drop to 71. And the muggy weather continues tomorrow with partly sunny skies and a high of 88. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's on to Oklahoma City and the Big 12 Baseball Tournament for Coach Steve Rodriguez and the Bears. The Bears back in action Thursday morning in Oklahoma City against either TCU or Kansas State. 8.45 for the warm-up show, 9 a.m. first pitch Thursday. Baylor Baseball from the Big 12 Tournament in Oklahoma City. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. Walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable. Mobile Muscle can help. The importance of your health is something you can't put a price on. It's a new year, which means God is giving you the opportunity to start fresh. Life is busy and times are different. With my workout program, I customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you. No gym membership wasted. No workout equipment needed. No excuses. I'm Matt Cunningham, and I'm Mobile Muscle. Give me a call or text today, and let's kickstart this year off the right way. 254-716-5174. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. Early each morning, as we turn on the lights and heat up the fryers, then prepare the food, the owners of Bush's Chicken are working for you. Our owners are husbands and wives, sisters and brothers. We are family, and we take joy in our family, serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. You want it hot. You want it now. Hot honey pizza, that is. Red sauce, mozzarella, parmesan, ricotta, pepperoni, salami, jalapenos, and a hefty drizzle of Mike's hot honey drizzled on the pizza when it's bubbly and fresh out of the oven. Go to Village Pizzeria at Union Hall in Waco for the unforgettable hot honey pizza that'll keep you going back for more. Visit Village Pizzeria in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Try the hot honey pizza. You'll be back for more. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. What you want? They're going to get an open door to get back in this game. You think about. Uh, Richardson getting on base. You never know with Andy Thomas coming up, the RBI leader for the Bears. and you Kind of get that breakthrough. We've seen crazier things yeah. happen in this game, haven't we, Derek? Absolutely. <laughs> now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Part of the broadcast this morning, Pat Combs and Derek Smith here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College for the courtesy. Baylor and dropped the game to Texas Tech this morning as we talked about 11-4 to was the final score. Baylor now gets either TCU or Kansas State tomorrow morning in an elimination game. And Garrett, uh, quick check, uh, uh, and maybe Pat is there. He can update mm-hmm. this, but 4-2 to Kansas State at the end oh, of the first inning. Okay. So four in the first for the uh, Wildcats, two in the first for the Horn Frogs. As we welcome in uh, former Baylor uh, All-American, former Major League pitcher, now part of our radio broadcast from Oklahoma City, Pat Combs joins us. How you doing, buddy? How are things in Oklahoma City? Oh, man, John, doing great. You know, I wish we'd have had a better outcome this morning, but uh, always great to be here for the Phillips 66 Big 12 Championships. Uh, a lot of fun in Oklahoma City. Of course, Bricktown, a wonderful ballpark, and uh, a lot of great Big 12 championship memories, especially for Baylor back in 2018. But it is great to be with you. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Are you still at the ballpark, or have you uh, departed the grounds? I have departed the grounds. I'm back in the hotel room here uh, at the Sheraton. <laughs> and is and is there a nap coming uh, at some point th- today? That five o'clock wake up call was a little bit early, so uh, I bet possibly, yeah, <laughs> exactly. What we said though was uh, one thing about it: when you have the first game of the day, uh, you're you're most likely going to start on time, and it may be the only game of the day that starts on time. Yeah, and considering this morning's game went uh, three and a half hours, yeah. uh, that backs up the rest of the day. So, yeah, we're we're good now. We can recover back to the hotel, look look forward to tomorrow morning's uh, yet again early wake-up call. All right, yeah, yeah, and you get to do it again tomorrow. So uh, we won't keep you long. I want you to catch a nap this afternoon. Uh, boy, Tech jumped on Baylor from, from the leadoff hitter today, didn't they? They did, yeah. Drew Baker had an outstanding day, the Red Raider leadoff hitter he was uh, fabulous four hits only a triple away from a cycle and uh yeah got things started the first inning that home run against uh 
Cam Cayley really hurt. But, you know, it wasn't – the Bears could have overcome that if it was just the one home run. It was the number of walks and, and uh, freebies that the Texas Tech Red Raider offense took advantage of that came after that. Yeah, was the number 12 – I haven't seen a box score yet, but did Baylor give uh, 12 walks today? Yeah, close. I think it was 11. 11, walks, okay. And it might have been a, a hit batter. Oh, okay. So, yeah, gotcha. probably 12 free bases. And then, uh, yeah, a couple of uh, wild pitches. And, yeah, just it was a mess on the mound for the Bears. Now, the, the good fortunate part of that, though, J-Mo, was that uh, the Bears were able to save the back end of their bullpen. This game kind of got away early. We saw a lot of uh, freshman pitchers come in that had not accumulated a lot of innings this season. And so, uh, Coach Steve Rodriguez was able to save the back end of that bullpen. Of course, you got a savvy veteran like Hayden Kettler that'll tow it up tomorrow, so hopefully we'll have a different outcome. Yeah, let us get your opinion on that. Uh, starting Cam Cayley, a freshman in that situation this morning, when you've got Hayden Kettler there available, uh, and my, my thinking is, uh, you know, you're not playing for one game. You're playing for the tournament or playing to extend your, you know, your lifespan in the tournament. Um, take us through the thought process in starting Cayley this morning. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, it's a tough decision, right, for Coach Rod and Coach John Strauss, the pitching coach, because you're trying to line things up for the tournament. Obviously, when you lose a guy like Tyler Thomas, uh, and, you know, you've, you've had to kind of pitch around that uh, aspect the last couple of weekends, but um, then you, you start to figure out who's the best matchup against this powerful tech lineup. Uh, I think they felt like uh, Kaylee had put together a string of good outings and a couple of really good starts. And they sure like the left-handed matchup against some of Tech's better left-handed hitters. So that's who they uh, they thought about this morning, and it just it just didn't work out. He had been really really good uh, up until today, especially with his command. He had walked I think four hitters in his last eight appearances, and walked four in the first inning today. So just uh, just the day he just didn't have his stuff. Pat, do you think this game was like a a good summarization of the pros and cons of having a young squad for Baylor? You know, I think there's a good point to be made there, right? I mean, you've got a young uh, pitcher taking the mound that didn't perform well. You know, it's a big stage, obviously, here in the championship series. You've had a lot of young position players, though, that have really come through. And uh, so, it's you know, you get to that experience under your belt at this Division One Power 5 level. Boy, it sure makes a lot of difference. And uh, we saw some of the inexperience come out uh, with these young arms. But uh, – yeah, so there's always a case to be made, and I think uh, the old Steve Smith quote I think about, Garrett, is that older teams tend to, to, to win, especially when the, when the stage gets bigger and bigger towards the end of the season. As a former pitcher, what were your thoughts on uh, Mason Montgomery today? I know it's for the other team, but, I mean, he was solid. Oh, man, lights out. And you know, that, uh, When you talk about some unexpected twists and turns when you get into a series like this in the Big 12 championship, you never know who's going to show up and how they're going to show up, but yeah, for Texas Tech and Mason Montgomery, he had it really has been up and down this whole season. Had an outstanding outing uh, four weekends ago against West Virginia where he had 12 strikeouts, walked one, and, and, and got a win. The very next weekend against Baylor, he gives up three home runs. We knock him out in the fifth inning. And uh, in his year, uh, today he showed up big time. And uh, 11 strikeouts, had a pretty big strike zone to work with today. Uh, definitely took advantage of it. Uh, had Baylor hitters chasing high fastballs low sliders, I mean, really had all of his stuff working, and uh, he was just dominant today. Pat Combs, our guest, uh, part of the Baylor broadcast crew from Oklahoma City, and we hope beyond. Pat, what, what uh, in your opinion, does, does Baylor need to do now uh, to help their cause to get an NCAA regional bid? Yeah, John, I think 
tomorrow they got to win. I, I think if you're if you're kind of a do or die type of game, uh, tomorrow's the day. And, and if they win one, I think that that really helps build the resume out. I think it, Baylor really had a strong resume coming into the tournament. Uh, you know what you look at on a bubble team, and that's what where Baylor has been projected now as as possibly first team. Uh, first power five team from the Big 12 out, or they could be the first one or last one in. What you look for, obviously, is the body of work. And uh, the selection committee this year, with all the COVID issues and certain conferences, you know, eliminating certain games or playing even more conference games, it is a mess. So, you, you know, from the eyeball test, you want to put together the best resume you can. I think, obviously, Texas, uh, Baylor beating Texas Tech in Lubbock two out of three was huge. That big win streak that they got on uh, in the middle of the season – and I think winning, you know, the number of, of Big 12 series that they won really bodes well for them. Uh, but what you hope is you hope that in some of these other conference tournaments you don't get kind of the underdog winning a tournament and taking a spot and then, you know, their team getting rewarded a spot that, that had a, a better record than Baylor or a better RPI. You know, you always hope for those things to kind of play themselves out in, in a typical fashion. And I think that gives Baylor a better chance. But, yeah, it's, it's a tough call, John. I, I – I, I would think one win here certainly looks better. Two wins here looks really good for Baylor. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I think this is a tournament team, but, man, they are really hamstrung right now. Uh, shorthanded with no Tyler Thomas uh, and, the, and and no Blake Helton for this weekend. Yeah, that, that really was uh, – when I heard that news that the, those two would not be available, I was like, oh, that's kind of a gut punch, right. you know. But, you know, it's like Steve Rodriguez says, hey, next man up, you got to be ready to go and, and uh, certainly – uh, the, the pitching, you hope uh, Hayden Kettler gets off to a great start tomorrow. Uh, I, I agree with you, John. This lineup is a tournament-type lineup. Uh, and, and then you got to hopefully that the selection committee looks past what's happened here last couple of weekends and say, you know what, uh, they've kind of hung in there without their number one starter. Yeah. Uh, and they'll get him back for the, for the uh, regional. Uh, they'll, they'll have, hopefully, Blake Hilton back healthy for a regional. So, yeah, you hope that kind of plays into their selection minds as well. Yeah, that's a factor, isn't it? I mean, the committee, you know, factors in if guys that would be regulars or would be starters aren't available. I, I think it has to, and especially with the – again, you, you look back at the, the entire body of work that Baylor's put together. Uh, it, they got on that really impressive run, uh, and then kind of – you don't say the wheels fell off, but they, they certainly could have won the Oklahoma State series. Mm-hmm. And then the, the wheels fell off a little bit at home against OU just in terms of the, of the pitching staff. Uh, giving up uh, the abundance of runs, and you directly point that to the fact that Tyler Thomas was not available Friday, and that whole series can turn around. You know, Baylor may possibly wins two out of three against OU, maybe even sweeps them. So they, you have to, I think, if you're a selection committee looking to get the best uh, teams in the tournament, best Power Five teams especially, uh, I think that works in Baylor's favor. But again, you, you don't want to you know, think about things working in your favor. You want to kind of cement the deal. So <laughs> a couple of wins here would really help. As you're missing some of these key players and then you're struggling down the stretch, how much of this is mental right now wearing on this team? Man, I tell you, you get to the end of the season and, and uh, you can't help but think about it, right, Gary? Because you're looking at what are the implications if we if we don't win a game here at the Big 12 championship, you know, uh, and, and what if we win one? Or so you, but, but the bottom line is, as a player, you have to block that out. You, you've just got to really focus in on what is the job in front of us and let's go take care of our, our business. And I think that's what Coach Rod has been stressing to this team, not just this, this week going into the tournament, but the last couple of weekends. Um, he's even said, guys, we have a lot of work to do to, to qualify. So just 
get that out of your heads. Don't think about it. Let's focus, uh, you know, the old cliche, one game at a time. But we really do have to take care of business in front of us. All right, man. It's great to visit with you. Enjoyed uh, hearing you and Derek on the call this morning. I listened to the whole thing with you guys <laughs> this morning, and I didn't <laughs> have a in there, J-Bo. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have a five a.m. wake up call like you did. So uh, catch a nap, and we'll have you tuned in again tomorrow morning. Thanks again, John. All right, you bro. guys take care. We'll All right, bro. With you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Pat Combs with us. Pat, uh, former Baylor pitcher, former major league pitcher. He has done a ton of games uh, for us on Baylor uh, Vision, on Big 12 Now, on ESPN+. Plus. And, uh, and we were looking for somebody to work with Derek uh, in Oklahoma City in the postseason. Pat said, well, I could do that. And I said, really? You, want, you don't mind? Mm-hmm. He said, no, I'd love to. So I think he just likes being around the ballpark. He's very, he's very well respected around right. the Big 12. When we play games like when Oklahoma comes to town, he's down there talking to Skip Johnson. Skip knows who he <laughs> is. And uh, uh, so it's great to have him on our broadcast and appreciate him being on with us today. They have great chemistry, too. I mean, it was a tremendous yeah, was really broadcast. Good listening to them i think this was the first time they've worked together today. Uh, this year i believe it was i think so yeah so uh so great to have pat on with us bears will play again tomorrow morning they've got the uh, early game again at 9 a.m first pitch tomorrow morning baylor versus either kansas state or tcu and uh at, at that game right now is on uh, big 12 now on espn plus I can't call it up here in the studio, but uh, that's where you can find that game. K-State and TCU will keep you updated on that, knowing that uh, Baylor will get the loser of that game tomorrow morning at 9. Thanks to Pat. Uh, We'll let him catch a nap now. We'll take a break and be back with more in just a moment. Hey, we're glad you're with us on this Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Garrett Ross, here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. From the University of Hartford, Coach John Gallagher. We threw really good punches at them. You know, we guarded them great in the beginning of that game, in the first 13 minutes of that game, and they just overwhelm you. I mean, they're that good. They're that talented. Other than Jim Calhoun, Coach Drew has done, you know, they both. You could, you, They're on the same level. The, both, the best rebuilding jobs in America were UConn and Baylor. Game Time, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Exceptional experience, extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry. Trial lawyers with over 100 years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cochran, Cherry now has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. If you need a lawyer that has exceptional experience and provides extraordinary results for clients, call them in Waco, 254-651-3690. Again, that's 254-651-3690. You can also visit the website and learn more about the firm at www.swclaw.com. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? 
Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, June 5th and Sunday, June 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find preppers, survivalist supplies and equipment, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. So head on down to the Real Texas Gun Show, June 5th. 5th, 95 and June 6, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the, the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. You're back with us, John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio on this Wednesday afternoon, keeping an eye on the Big 12 baseball tournament in Oklahoma City. Kansas State continues to lead TCU 5-3 now as uh, the Frogs bat in the bottom of the third inning. So it was 4-2 K-State at the end of one. It's 5-3 now at the bottom of the third inning. So I'm telling you, K-State is a good team. We saw that when they mm-hmm. came in here. They were down near the bottom of the standings. But I, I started looking at their stats and uh, just watching their hitters. I mean, they are a real good offensive team. I guess um, probably they don't have real depth in pitching. But, man, they can smoke the ball. Yeah, they, they are. I mean, they're a solid team. But it, Steven brought up a good point while it go during the break that, I mean, at this point, TCU's pretty much clinched a, yeah. a postseason Oh, birth. sure, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you obviously you want to go in and play every game, but if you can also rest up a little bit, <laughs> I think that might help. That's a good point. You know, motivation in a conference tournament is a huge oh, yeah. factor. You know, like Baylor has huge motivation to play well, to get mm-hmm. some wins in Oklahoma City. TCU, Texas, you know, even Tech, uh, you know, what's their mo- – Oklahoma State, what's their motivation? They're in the NCAA tournament. 
Now, you might say uh, they don't have host spots locked up, but I think they pretty much do. Tech Texas yeah. and uh, uh, TCU as hosts. Yeah, I think they've all kind of taken care of business and gotten to a point where if if you lose, it really doesn't matter. Right. But, I mean, at the same time, you want to go out and try to – It's every one of these teams are your rivals, right? right? You want to go ahead and take <laughs> care of business. And like you said, you know, Tech playing against Baylor, that that's motivation because Baylor won two of three in Lubbock. Uh, yeah, I, then you have the same pitcher who you rocked. Right. You know, throw back out there, <laughs> let him have a little revenge. But it, you also bring up a good point, though. It could have been totally different if you had a healthy Tyler Thomas. Did you see uh, Tech gave Tim Tadlock a lifetime contract? I did. Did you and see that? I think that was kind of looking down the road a little bit at your other <laughs> rival at A&M right, and right. saying, you know what? We lost our basketball coach to Texas. <laughs> I don't right. think we can lose our baseball coach to A&M. Yeah, I, I think that's very much a factor. He deserves it, I think. Well, I don't know. Uh, lifetime contract, that's a long time. But, uh, you know, it, it's a good move by Tech, I will say that. So is this the same type of lifetime contract that Kansas gave Bill Self, or is it something a little know. different? But it, <laughs> either way, I think both of those schools realized People are catching up with us, and we got we got to lock down what we have here. Yeah, oh yeah, and that A and M opening uh, well, that's that's, that's, that's a, a big one. Plum job, you know, sitting down there in College Station. All right, five three. It is uh, Kansas State up on TCU. Frogs are batting bottom of the third inning. We'll keep you updated on that from Oklahoma City. Appreciate Pat Combs who was on with us. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Garrett Ross here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? He reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 to the Masters. And that is he was a player well past his prime. Wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorn, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, Consuela purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni-owned business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. My house has a new here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal window central texas.com that's universal window central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct your attention is needed for this special announcement. It's Freedom Country's grand opening sales event. Central Texas, you've asked for it and you've got it. Freedom Country's grand opening sales event is here. And during our Freedom Country sales event, you can take advantage of thousands of dollars in savings and zero dollars down delivers. And like I said, we're making car buying easy with five makes two stores all in one location right here in Colleen at Freedom Country. I had to say it. All of us plus text on the license to get Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show on this Wednesday afternoon. John Morris, Garrett Ross, uh, together uh, for the final time this week. So I took off on you last week. (laughs) Now you're going to take off on me uh, the next couple of days. Uh, What do you got planned? So we're going to go out to Longview. We're going to go hang out with our friends. Uh, They got out of school today uh, over at Pine Tree. My kids got out in Robinson. So, and our kids, I mean, they haven't been able to do anything. You know, we had them in remote learning and everything and, so we're finally just going to take some time and get away. Nice. Very it's good. long overdue. Very good. We all have fun. Thank you. Don't even think about us, okay? I'll try not to. <laughs> Over the next couple of days. <laughs> I, I can honestly say I didn't think about you guys last week when I'm, I was in Rockport. I'm going to go out of my way not to. I, I, might have to, I might have to silence like the group message or something. Uh-huh, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to put that on sleep for yeah, a while. <laughs> definitely. Well, y'all have fun. Uh, we'll miss you, but uh, have you, fun J-Lo. over in Longview. Um, let's see. Let's uh, let's look at what's coming up uh, later today. Matt Mosley is coming in at three o'clock. What do you guys have lined up between three and four? So we're going to do a lot of. Well, we're going to get into this Baylor baseball game at first. To kind of look ahead as uh, at the conference tournament continues to unfold, we'll do some more updates from this TCU and K State game, 
And then we're going to get into the Mavericks' big win uh, last night, going two games up on the the Clippers. And you're you're coming home now. You get to host them. You got all the momentum in the world. Uh, I got some audio clips from Luca and from Rick Carlisle that we'll let you hear. And then we'll get into uh, some Cowboys talk around 340. Uh, they're doing OTAs right now. And they're one of the, the teams who really don't have very many players sitting out at all. Hmm. You have a high level of participation there. And uh, obviously, Dak's been out working. So that's going to get a lot of tension. Um, you have Jalen Smith changing his number to number nine. Uh, does that upset some fans, you know, taking over Romo's number? And, <laughs> and that's crazy. I mean, buying out, he has to buy out his yeah. entire stock, you know, of his uh, his jersey before you could do this. Um, and so what is that? What, what's that price? It you was like $500,000. Oh, my god! It was ridiculous. Half a million dollars? Yes, he had to pay that. And, and, and the crazy thing is, for some players to do this, and this is, is going to sound, I'm not really trying to slight Jalen Smith, right? but if you're a Tom Brady or something, right, yeah. and your jerseys are everywhere, right? think about the price tag on oh, that. Unbelievable. So this one is kind of, I want to say this one's more going more so on the cheaper <laughs> end, which is, still sounds ridiculous when you think about that money. But mm-hmm. So we're going to get into that. I got some audio from Jalen and Dak, uh, and then we'll kind of just go from there with uh, Bosley Show. So $500,000 is bargain basement pricing for Pretty changing much. your jersey number. Pretty much oh in the NFL. Gosh, it, it's, that's where we're at. That is wild. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's three to four with you and Matt. What about uh, Tom comes in here from four to six? What do you have lined up there? At 415, we'll uh, talk with Derek Smith, uh, obviously the play-by-play for Baylor. He had the call of the day. Uh, so we'll touch base with him. And then there's a really interesting article out right now on ESPN.com by Alex Scarborough, and it's kind of talking about the where we're at right now with the transfer portal and tampering and actively recruiting players on other teams. It's, it's starting to get – well, it has gotten out of hand – uh, but it's a tremendous article, so I was able to get a hold of him. He'll come on at 4.30 today to talk about that and his research into this. And what's the end game? Like, yeah. where do, I, I, That's the, the big question for me is when does this stop? Yeah. You know, so it, that'll be a lot of fun. And then at 5 p.m., we'll be joined by Randy Smith, the Crawford baseball head coach. They had a really nice win over Valley Mills uh, last week, and then now they're going to take on Lindsay, which should be a lot of fun. And then we'll be joined by John Machota of The Athletic at 530 uh, to kind of touch base with him on the Cowboys and everything that's going on with OTAs. All right, very good. So that's the lineup for the uh, remainder of the afternoon. That, uh, that'll that be interesting with uh, uh, Scarborough about the, the, the wild, wild west that is uh, the transfer portal right now. It is. And it, my thing is, I, I'm really <laughs> – if you're building your roster or you keep bringing in these transfers out of the transfer portal, what – what do you do with the recruits, right? Like at some huh. point, you, this this has to clear up. I don't know if you give those kids an extra year of, of redshirt availability to maybe let the the log jam clear up some, yeah. Yeah. without it impacting their their you know eligibility going forward, or if they're if you are actively tampering, like say, I, I don't know, school A is, is trying to get a player from B that they just played, right? Like, and you find out, then do you strip them? Does the NCAA need to come in and strip them of all of their um, offers, scholarships, like, yeah. what do we do? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of questions. I mean, it is wild right now. I think it will level itself out in the years to come, but I, I don't know that, and I don't know how long it'll take before it might level things out. See, and it's also, it's gotten to the point where there's there's so many trickle-down effects, and it's it's kind of like, I, I don't, and this is what I want to ask him, too, is this a, a LeBron James effect like could we like a butterfly effect type yeah. thing you know like when you make that initial move and we, that's when we started seeing this in the nba right like everybody's powering up and creating these super teams 
and it's trickled down into college football. Yeah. And, you know, and say I'm a kid and I go to a, I'm on one of these travel seven on seven kids, uh, seven, seven on seven teams. Traditionally, you would play for your your school, right? Like right. I'm gonna, but now it's there's no rivalries really. It's well, I will grew up. Um, I'll group up with you over here, and we'll go to this school. And but you could transfer over here. We got a it's it's crazy. That is wild. I tell you something else that I hadn't thought of. I heard this uh, either yesterday or two days ago. It's affecting scheduling now for colleges like mid majors now are shying away from playing those guarantee games against uh, Power Five schools because, and partly because, their players, the mid-major players, their best players, uh-huh. they don't want to give the larger schools an in-person evaluation of them playing against them. And so they're saying, no, we're not going to take that you know, half a million dollars guarantee to come right. play at your place. We're, we're not going to do that. They're going to play somebody else. And that is a uh, – if that's accurate – that's a direct reflection of the portal also. Yeah, I mean, that's that's hitting schools financially. They A lot of those smaller <laughs> yeah. schools really rely on it, and, and that's a really good point because, I mean, even when you look at that national championship game between Sam Houston and South Dakota State, Ezard from Sam Houston, yeah. I think he could have easily, you know, make the, the move. Oh, no question. The Isaiah, I can't remember the last, his last name, the, he's a tremendous running back from Sa- uh, yeah. South Dakota State, you know, and, he, you know, that he put on a clinic right there. That's an opportunity, yeah. you know. So I, I could, I could definitely see Isn't that. Crazy, though? it is. There's so many um, tentacles, you know, so many ramifications Absolutely. to all of this that uh, that'll be interesting to hear from him coming up. All right, so that's coming up uh, in the uh, what time again? Uh, that, will, that will be at four thirty. Four thirty this afternoon with uh, Tom and Garrett. Let me mention some birthdays uh, to share with you uh, today. Uh, it is Judy Schmeltikoff's birthday uh, from Fort Worth. Jeff Schmeltikoff and Judy, great Baylor fans, great supporters, and it's Judy's birthday today. It's Jordan Williams' birthday, former Baylor linebacker. Uh, Mike Young's birthday is today. Mike uh, in radio in the Metroplex for many, many years. And uh, Don Moe's birthday is today. Don in retirement. Big uh, Nebraska fan. Uh, used to be at Equipment Depot. Uh, and I remember the first time I met with him there, his office was just filled with Nebraska <laughs> memorabilia. So uh, happy birthday to Don Moe's today. I think that's all that I have today anybody to add to the list? I don't think so, Jamie. All right, let me look at one of the lists just to make sure. I'm thinking I'm missing somebody here. Um, oh, it's Dwayne Joslin's birthday. He's my uh, nephew by marriage. Happy birthday to Dwayne. And it's John Garrison's birthday today. Also, John was with us in athletic marketing, uh, now has moved on to greener pastures. So. I lied. Okay, you got somebody. I got one. Philip hey. Ketterman. Today right. is Philip's birthday. So right, happy birthday, man. Happy birthday to all those folks. If we missed you, I do apologize. All right, last count, uh, last time we looked, it was 5-3, Kansas State leading TCU. Baylor lost this morning to Texas Tech 11-4. Baylor will play at 9 a.m. tomorrow against the loser of this game going on right now, Kansas State and TCU. So we'll keep you updated throughout the afternoon on how things are Mm -hmm. transpiring there in Oklahoma City. Texas and West Virginia play this afternoon, scheduled for 4 o'clock. Uh, on the TV broadcast, they show, just showed a group of Texas guys uh, in, in uniform sitting somewhere watching the game. So I guess if your game's coming up, maybe you can be there. 
but you, I, I think I'm right in saying like the Baylor guys right. couldn't go back to the ballpark and watch a game uh, over the course of the day. I still don't like that, but hey. uh, yeah. <laughs> so Texas and West Virginia later today. The nightcap is Bedlam, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma. That is uh, day two of the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City. And uh, speaking of watching that game, so you know, Big 12 now on ESPN Plus. I have it. I'm used to it. I am getting more and more comfortable with it. You didn't have a very good experience with it earlier today. I did not. So I got. <laughs> I had it in the past. So I had it when we did a bundle for the kids, yeah. so I could have the Disney Plus yeah. and everything. Yeah. And then I ended up just keeping Disney for them. And then, but I wanted to keep up with this tournament, so I went and I re got a subscription, and I go today to put it on the Baylor uh, Tech game, and it will not let me watch it, <laughs> and it is telling me. Media not allowed. You're not authorized to watch this content. Interesting. And I'm sitting there like, why? And I know it was on ESPNU, but I don't have ESPNU. Mm. I thought that once it was on you know, any platform, you could watch it. No, you can't. You, you can't. I mean, and that's right, too. If it was on Big 12 Now on uh, ESPN Plus, you know, if with a subscription, right. you could have seen that. But that doesn't automatically get you ESPNU. I don't like that. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. I would say this. Uh, ESPN Plus has its detractors, and I understand that. But here's a situation like right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I can call up that game, TCU and K-State, on my phone and keep up with it and watch it here in the studio. We can't get it on this TV right. that's in here, but... Uh, well, we could if we had a fire stick or something. <laughs> there you go. Can you, can you uh, requisition that and get us one of those? I'll, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I'll, I'll reach out to Gary and see what happens. But I can get it on my phone right here, and just the access from anywhere of, uh, of the ESPN Plus stream is, is a real plus, and I think there's just more and more people getting more and more comfortable with that. And I think in the long run it, it's going to be a – uh, it, it already is in some respects, but in the long run, more so a real boon for the Big 12 Conference. I hope so. I I guess I'm still used to the conference channels. I hear you. No, no. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot to be said for those, you know. There's when I'm scanning channels at home, mm -hmm. there's the SEC network, there's the ACC, right. there's Big Ten, there's Pac-12 network. I, I run through, past all those. There's no Big 12 <laughs> network there when I'm scanning those channels. I just, to me, I just the disparity of Oklahoma and Texas to everybody else in the conference <laughs> really sits wrong with me. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, that's a part of it. That's a big part of it. All right, hey, we appreciate Pat Combs who is on with us from Oklahoma City. Lord willing, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2 p.m. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Garrett, have a great trip after today. And Thanks, uh, we'll see you next week. Enjoy the trip yep. to Longview. We will. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. We played today against men. Those were men.